You're listening to the Lance J Radio Network. listens to Lance Day Radio Network or even the HealthCast series, go check my guy, Dr. Myron Edmonds, out at www.10kprayingmen.com. It's Dr. Myron Edmonds. He's the pastor of the Grace Community Seventh-day Adventist Church in Cleveland, Ohio. Good friend of mine. He was just on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about a lot of stuff um, one, of, one of the things I love about Myron he talks about his his own vices and as a pastor he, he came on the show and talked about overcoming pornography which I thought was fantastic uh, pornography is such a, a major public health crisis that people don't talk about and he has this this group that he's curated he's really creating safe spaces for men and encouraging men on their journey as fathers, priests of homes, husbands, professionals, neighbors, community leaders, church leaders. And there are a lot of phenomenal people in this group. So he organized, this is on January 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern. He's organizing this this uh, prayer expo, is what I call it. And he's looking to bring in 10,000 men to pray. Uh, I believe that prayer is powerful. I don't talk about religion a lot on this show because there, there are a lot of people that listen to this show that are not religious. But I believe that prayer is is very powerful. And he's got some heavy hitters. Eric Thomas, who's um, a phenomenal motivational speaker, kind of known as the E.T., the, the hip-hop preacher. He's going to be a part of this. Senate chaplain Barry Black is going to be a part of this. And, and Barry Black is a, a good friend of my family. It's funny. I was hanging out with my grandmother. A few weeks ago, I was pulling up to to visit her. And somebody's pulling up in the driveway. And it's Barry Black and his lovely wife. And they came in and they fellowship with my grandmother for about two hours. She, she played some songs for them. He actually, I saw Barry Black sang at my house. He was singing hymns with my grandmother at my house. And I had a chance to sit down and talk with him and just learn from from listening to him about his experiences as Senate chaplain for so many years. And, and my grandfather, Charles Bradford, was a was a mentor to Barry Black. And, and he actually he literally named one of his sons Bradford Black. So they're they're really good friends of the family. But he's going to be on that call. And I just think that's a that's a great way to start your year. It's a great way to start your year in prayer and getting connected and getting plugged in with other people. And whatever you believe in, whether you're Jewish, whether you're uh, Muslim, Protestant, Catholic, just uniting people to pray over one another. I think there's an extreme amount of power in men praying and, and beseeching the throne of our Heavenly Father. And so I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm going to be a part of that. Sunday's a big day for me, me and uh, Carlin. Carlin the Great and Big. We're actually doing the the Oakwood University Fisk game here in Cashville. 
So I'm excited about that. Uh, really getting into selling into to life as a broadcaster and enjoying. I, I love covering the, the basketball games. So I read this from CNBC.com. The middle class has been shrinking throughout the last five decades as more Americans have entered either the upper or lower income brackets. Latest data from 2021 shows the share of population in the middle class continues to hover around 50%, which is where it's been since 2011. Prior to that year, the share of middle class Americans has consistently been shrinking since a peak of 61% in 1971. So basically what it's saying is that in the 70s, 60% of people were middle class. Now it's half and shrinking. This comes from uh, Pew Research. Pew, P-E-W, defines middle class as those earning between two-thirds and twice the median American household income, which in 2021 was $70,784. That means American households earning as little as $47,189 and up to $141,568 are technically in the middle class. And that depends on where you are. Cause if you're making 47 K and you live in, in, in the South, you live in Jackson, Mississippi, you live in, in the Bayou, Louisiana, you live in the Carolinas, you might be able to live off that. If you're trying to live off 47 K in DC, Philly, New York city, Seattle, San Francisco, you're SOL. So CNBC has an income threshold for what defines middle class, these are the 20 biggest cities in the United States, the, the biggest metro areas. So New York slash Newark slash Jersey City, and I'm not going to go through all 20 of them, but the low-end income for middle class is 56K, high-end is 170K. If you're in New York City and you're making 56K, you're not doing too good. You're grinding, you're struggling. And you might just barely be hanging on by a thread in, in, in middle class. But that's not a lot of money to live there. If you're making that and you're living in South Carolina, you're probably able to manage. If, if you're living in Huntsville, Alabama, you're probably able to manage. But, but an apartment in Jersey City, just like a studio, is going to run you 2100 bucks, 2500 bucks for like an efficiency. Even at 169 in New York, that's not like filthy rich. Like, you're not balling. This means that you have a little bit nicer of an apartment. You might be able to afford a car, but that's a very interesting threshold. Los Angeles, 55000 to 165000 Kind of the same thing. L.A. is really expensive. It is really expensive to, to be out there. Think of, think of just gas prices. Gas prices or normalized at four and five dollars, they spike to seven and a half, eight dollars. But but just the normal gas price, you live out on the West Coast, you're paying five bucks for gas. So if you have a car, you have an SUV, you want to fill your SUV up, that's a hundred bucks, hundred twenty five bucks. Unlike if you live in I don't know Oklahoma or Arkansas, where gas is like two fifty, and those costs add up over time. I'm gonna go to another metro area. Dallas and Houston, so the, the lower thresholds for Dallas and Houston are, are 51K and 47K, respectively. The higher thresholds are 152 and 142. I think that's accurate. You can live in Texas cheaper. Mortgages are cheaper. Land's cheaper. People have more space 
in their houses. Their houses aren't all jumbled together or, or townhouses or row houses. Gas is reasonable. I think there's no state tax in Texas. And that's why I think you'll see a migration in some of those places. You see people moving out of California to Texas. Miami, the lower end for middle class is $43,000 in Miami. And the higher end is, is 128 k So if you're making 128 k in your household in the Miami metro, that's Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach, you're considered on the higher end of middle class. And I, I have friends that live down in Miami, and I don't agree with that. You have some money to live down in Miami. It's expensive down there. I don't think you live in Miami and be middle class on 43 k 43 k is an average of $21 an hour, 20, 20 to $21 an hour. That's basically what a shift lead at a typical fast food place right now is making somewhere around 21 bucks an hour. I don't, I don't know if you're in the middle class at $43,000. Atlanta, 52 to 155. Atlanta's getting much more expensive. Boston, 67K. is the beginning of the threshold and 202k is the end of the threshold and then of course you got the heavy hitters you got San Francisco where the upper end of the threshold is 232 lower end is 70 77k and Seattle where I used to live 68k to 203 that's why I don't live in Seattle anymore I love Seattle of all the cities I've lived Seattle's the best city that I've ever lived in. Beautiful city, great downtown, great people, great food, diversity. You got the ability to to go down to Mount Rainier. You got Snoqualmie Pass. You can go skiing. Literally in the spring, in the summer, you go skiing and go to the beach the same day. I love living in Capitol Hill off of Boren Avenue. I just loved it. It was a great experience, but it was it was too expensive. I was paying I was paying for a studio apartment that was four hundred and seventy five square feet. It's basically a big room with a kitchen and a bathroom. I was paying at that time, I was paying twenty one hundred bucks a month, but I was paying another four hundred and seventy five bucks a month just to park my car. So I was spending twenty six hundred bucks a month on those expenses and living in a studio apartment. When I lived in Phoenix I had a five-bedroom house, a fire pit, and a pool for for considerably less. And that's why I don't live in Seattle. So I just want to talk about that. I, I, I thought it was very interesting. I find the migration of people away from California and away from Seattle and away from New York City to the Carolinas, to Florida, to Georgia, to Arizona, I find that fascinating because it's just these costs are, are astronomical. And then a lot of these places that have high costs, like Massachusetts and Washington State, they have high taxes too. So you're getting crushed just on paying your rent, you're getting or or your mortgage, you're getting crushed on the day to day, but you're getting hammered on on taxes too, just coming out of your check. So I, I find that to be very interesting. I think that inflation is going to be so key and pivotal for, for 2023 because small business owners like myself. We've got to be able to manage inflation because it really hits us hard and it's hitting that middle class, especially that lower end of the middle class. It's hitting them very hard too. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys, man. Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. right. You no, know, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Is all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was um, similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's no secret that the current real estate market is highly dynamic, and you may find yourself questioning if it's a good time to sell your house or if you should consider buying. You need an experienced realtor to help guide you through the noise and lead you to all of the right answers. Dara Williams with Berkshire Hathaway has been in real estate for over a decade and has lived in the metro Atlanta area for over 20 years. She is a seasoned professional that can help you. Give her a call at 404-266-8100. Mention code LanceGA. That's Lance, L-A-N-C-E-G-A for Georgia. And get a complimentary appraisal. Exclusions do apply. I'm the latest hashtag challenge, and everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. 